0: You are Locked On Utes, your daily podcast on the Utah Utes. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team, every day. Hello, all my Utah fans and family. This is the Locked On Utes Podcast on the Locked On Podcast Network with Brian Brown, co-hosting. Jake Hatch, again, is out for the week. He is in Boca Raton, Florida. We're going to let him enjoy some time off, well-deserved. So thank you for sticking with me. Thank you for hanging with us. And thank you for being a Utah fan. We've got a great show today packed with a lot of interesting information for you. First off, big awards for some big stars. Big stars. Or are they big? We're going to talk a little bit about the transfer portal, what the expectation are should be for uh, acquiring talent for guys entering into the portal, and what to expect in terms of Utah getting possible needs filled by the transfer portal. Lastly, we're going to take a look back at this week for the Pro Utes. Some big news in terms of cashing in for one particular Ute. And then another good week for our Pro Utes in the NFL. All that and as many jokes as I can fit in in the next 30 minutes. Next on Locked on Utes for December 22nd, 2020. It gets me in the mood every single time I love to sit down And and have these conversations with people Even though Jake's not here and it's me Basically just talking to a wall or a computer screen Uh, I love talking Utes I love being able to Share information and and what I know And and, you know it was Really exciting I I got an opportunity to do An interview in Central Texas with the Baylor flagship station today they had a lot of questions About Charlie Brewer the role that he's Going to play at Utah uh, what the QB Room looks like and everything like that and And, you know, this is a brand and this is a team that people are starting to become much more interested in. And and because of that, we have the Locked On Youth podcast. And we're going to try to bring you updates every single day to try and make your fandom better. We want to educate you as fans. We want to make sure that you know the right information, that you have the right story. And that's, you know, every single day we're going to do our best to bring you that kind of information so that when you go to your holiday zoom parties you sound smart today's show locked on utes brought to you by built go built go is the motor the fuel for locked on utes as always we also want to encourage you to continue to subscribe rate and review the podcast we encourage you as well to rate it five stars only. You can say whatever you want in the comments. In fact, that's my favorite part. I, I, next week, I'm going to try and get to reading some of the comments more frequently. Uh, our, I already mentioned uh, my guy, who. Thank you for the review. Who that was awesome. Uh, I'm going to give you a quick shout out to Steve's. Jake and Brian have resurrected the Locked On podcast and it's better than ever. Both are tied into Utah football and basketball as well as anyone in the Utah sports media market. Great to have a daily dose of Utah sports To listen to, great job, fellas. Steve's great job of writing that killer review to you. Um, that is awesome. I've also have some that are really funny and they make me laugh. So, even if you hate the show, make me laugh. Rated five stars. We're up to 50 reviews, that's crazy. We were at like 18 when this thing started, so we are gaining ground. Uh, like I mentioned the other day the podcast is growing more and more people are subscribing every day the feedback has been phenomenal I aim to do the best that I can to keep that going for you and that's why I'm going to stop talking about that and start talking about the real stars of the show specifically two Utah football players earning Pac-12 of the week award honors those two players were Nick Ford and Ty Jordan hence a big star and a question mark big star both players have been critical in the turnaround for the University of Utah. I think Nick Ford is is well known, obviously. You know, for especially if you follow on Twitter, uh, the Goku uh, gifts uh, He is Chef O R D, as we like to call him on the Ute Zone staff. Uh, shout out to Steve Bartle for that phenomenal nickname. He was the one that glossed Nick with that. Great, great cook. Stellar young man. Incredibly intelligent. Taking. I think like 30 credit hours or something like that. He's an engineering major, Um, but he's also become the de facto leader of the offensive line. And and he was pushed into a role early on the year due to an injury to Orlando Umana that I'm not sure he was entirely expecting to play. Uh, He's dealt with multiple issues this year, including trying to clear COVID and COVID testing protocols. And making that move from the tackle position where you are so much more about using your finesse, using your athleticism, using leverage and angles in your pass protection to going inside to playing the center position, where you are effectively playing almost at all times with at least one hand between your leg, trying to make the snaps. Uh, it, it is a transition, and and it could have gone a lot worse. I think, you know, he was. Uh, I love Nick because he takes so much pride in everything, and so I think he took a lot of pride and and was very. You know... It's, uh... <sighs> He takes his snaps seriously. I'll just say it that way. And and I think he was very aware of what happened in the Colorado game. And he takes it seriously enough that he wants people to know why it happened. And as you've noticed, like the snaps have not been bad since. So shout out to Nick for, for handling adversity going onward. And I think this recognition, this award as the Pac-12 Offensive Lineman of the Week is a recognition not only of just this week, but also the evolution of him in that position, what he's transformed the offensive line into he's really solidified the interior he's done a great job of using his athleticism to prevent nose guards and linebackers from shooting through the a gap and that's something that we've seen in the past that Utah has really struggled to do they've struggled to stop those run blitzes those interior gap shots you know a, a lot of teams will use what's called a slant where they slant the defenders one way or another depending on the alignment depending on what sideline they're closest to depending on what the tendency for the team that they're playing is and it's very very difficult when you're an offensive lineman and somebody is slanting to the gap that you're trying to beat them to to handle that and, and we've seen in years past that Utah has struggled with it and I think Nick has done a stellar job as especially during the Colorado game towards the end of the game where he would anticipate those slants and anticipate the interior players shooting the gaps to a point to where teams have stopped trying to do it. And it's affected the run game. I think Utah had probably their best running out of the year last last week against Washington State, and a good reason for that is due to Nick. The other thing that he's able to do is he's able to communicate and get guys into their assignments so that when the twists and the stuns happen on the outside, when we, they feel pressure from the interior, guys are able to know which player to recognize, which player to pick up in the blitz protection, which players to leave alone because there are plays designed where you do not want to pick up the blitzing Linebacker or safety or or cornerback because they are vacating an area and that allows the quarterback to throw to a hot read I think we saw that drew Lisk did an exceptional job of of reading that picking up and and making those decisions But moving Nick into the interior provided a much better athlete at the center position. I don't know what the future holds for Nick. Uh, I, I've not at, you know I've not asked him. I've not heard anything yet. I think for the most part, a lot of these guys are just trying to decompress from what was been a really difficult year uh, with a lot of challenges and a lot of different. Th- aspects to it um i do know that he wants to play in the nfl that is a goal of his he's he set a goal to try and get there after his junior year and declare i am curious if the move to center maybe changes his mind and and the fact that they only played five games and he got just not as much film probably as he needs to have in order to convince scouts I wonder if maybe that changes his mind and he decides to come back next year It'll be interesting to see It'll also be interesting to see if now there's a competition at the center position because he has played so well It's also allowed Satoa Amaya, Jaron Kump, Simi Mwala, and Braden Daniels to develop And I feel like they finally found some cohesive their uh, Cohesiveness up front there Uh Ty Jordan, what more can we say about him? He's more than deserving of both, you know, freshman of the week, but also freshman of the year, newcomer of the year. He very well may be a second team uh, all-conference selection as well, which is very, very fascinating because there are a slew of good running backs in in the Pac twelve. Jamar Jefferson at Oregon State is one that, you know, I, I am a huge fan of. I love his running style. I love his how nimble he can be. Uh he does a great job with spin moves. Uh just super enjoyable to watch him. I really enjoy watching that Oregon State offense as well. Um, you know, it, it is <sighs> Jared Broussard at Colorado we saw him you know the week before also very talented but right there third place yards per game is, is Ty Jordan you know followed by Demetric Felton Rashad White at, at Arizona State who splits time with uh, Chip Trainum. you know and, and there are other backs Travis Dice, E.J. Verdell um, Austin Jones at Stanford is is a back that I think Utah was after for a very very long time, and he's also very impressive. So there is a plenty. There's a plethora of talent out there. It's no surprise why guys don't want to stay at Utah for that very reason. It's also no surprise why Ty Jordan is very deserving of that award, and I do believe that he probably should be an All Conference selection just based on that. So uh, great recognition for those guys in the last game of the year I think it'll lead to seeing more and more Utes on the Pac-12 All-Conference team Uh, assuming that that comes out who knows when it'll happen Um, but kudos to them kudos to nick excited to see the decisions that they make i know that there is a team meeting scheduled for this week where they will discuss with players most of the players have gone home as far as i know uh for the holidays to spend time with their families um you know something that they've earned uh, definitely so uh, as as they have those meetings virtually with players and, and kind of go through the processes we'll, I'm sure we'll get more information trickling out about what the plan is for a lot of those guys um, and we will update you as best we can about that And speaking of keeping everyone updated, I'm going to keep you guys updated on my day today, or it's going to be a long one. I'll I'll just leave it at that. Uh, I'll start work at 8 a.m. And then after I finish the day job, it's it's on to job number two down at 1280. I'll be helping produce the pre and post game for the BYU bowl game. And then after that, it'll be rocking out another killer episode of Locked on Utes. But when I do that, I'm going to chill. And you all know, at this point, how I like to chill. My chill comes with a Coors Light. These days, it seems life forces us to be on all the time, but every now and then, it is important to stop and reset. I believe it, I know you believe it, everyone should believe it, and that those moments of reset, that's when you reach for a Coors Light. It's mountain cold refreshment, it's made to chill. Coors Light is the official beer of watching any sport or team just to drink beer. So while the Utes may not be playing, you can sit back and still enjoy an ice cold Coors Light while watching whatever team might be on the TV, whether it's the Utah Jazz as they start their season, whether it's the Utah men's basketball team, which hopefully will be returning from a positive COVID test in time to play at UCLA and USC whether it's one of the pro utes in the nfl whoever it is coors light wants to remind you that Coors Light is cold lagered, cold filtered, and cold packaged. It's literally made to chill. It's as crisp and refreshing as the Colorado Rockies. Perfect for a moment to unwind. When you're spending time with your family, if if you're able to, you know, safely socially distance, you know, whatever it is that you have to do, don't forget to take some time for yourself to chill. Coors Light is the one that I choose when I need to unwind. So when you want to hit reset, reach for the beer that That's made to chill. Get Coors Light in the new look delivered straight to your door at get.coorslight.com. And remember, Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado encourages you to celebrate responsibly. Speaking of youths who can actually enjoy Coors Light, we're going to dip into the pro-youths universe aspect of, of Utah athletics and discuss a couple of items that maybe you saw, maybe you might have missed with everything going on and so much competing going on these days for screen time, you know, trying to get Christmas presents shipped, trying to do whatever you can uh, to assemble some fun activities during the holiday. holidays what's going on. So here we are to update you with that. Probably the biggest news for a pro Ute this week has been Kyle Kuzma, who signed a three year, $40 million extension with the Los Angeles. Lakers, and that is some scratch. So, massive shout out to Kuzma for that. It is a two plus one deal, meaning that he will have a player option ahead of the 23 2023 2024 season so he'll have the option of whether he wants to elect that third year or if maybe something happens to where either he gets traded or there's some development to where you know he earns a higher market value and he can opt out of that deal or he can lock in whatever 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 it is that's that's a pretty good situation for Kuz, for a guy that's Probably you know an Average to above average NBA player To get three years 40 million dollars like That guaranteed I think is, is a great deal Especially with a massive free Agent class coming up in 2021 I think the Lakers like him as part of their core He won a championship there last Year he's hanging out with LeBron he's living In LA he's dating all sorts of starlets And he's improving he's His three-point shooting has, has Always been something that was surprisingly Better in the NBA although there are a lot Of folks out there who thought <laughs> It was going to improve just due To the fact that he was shooting from a further distance But he also improved his defense Significantly last year and I think Playing with better players makes you a better player Uh, He also is getting a little bit of the LA star treatment to where He plays for such a a Big popular large market team That everybody knows who he is And if that's going to Line his pocket with more dollars, even better. And so it'll be fun to see Kuz continue his run uh, in the NBA. Not so much for me being a Jazz fan, as his, you know, watching him play for the Lakers is very, very taxing. Uh, shout out to dear old Crimson. I know that's your squad. So uh, agree to disagree on how much fun it is to watch that. But it is great to see former Utes having success at the next level. And forty million dollars guaranteed is success. There's no doubt about it. Transitioning back to the gridiron, Tyler Huntley made his debut for the Baltimore Ravens. If you haven't seen the video, he had a good rush. I believe it was about a, a fifteen, maybe a twenty-yard gain. Um, but perhaps the best part about it was the cut to the sideline where his boy Lamar Jackson was going off dancing for Tyler. And I think that's very indicative of both the relationship they have and, and what the team thinks about him. You know, he's he's been. Kind of distance from everybody. He's been the practice squad guy. He's been able to travel a little bit, but he's he's had to stay away and it's been a weird year for a lot of those NFL guys where they haven't really uh, been able to interact and, and blend and bond like they normally are able to go for overturning tables and, and whatever activities it is that they're usually spending time doing together so uh, great to see Tyler get some time have a big gain on a, a zone read where he was able to pull and, and, and get up field for about a 15 I believe it was about a 15-16 yard gain um, and he does look awfully good in those Ravens colors uh, I've always been a, a fan of the Raiders organization or Ravens organization uh, the, the work that they do um the 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 culture that they built the players that have played there in the past you know it was really fun to watch eric Whittle play there for a little bit too um after his time with the chargers uh always been a friend and and, uh you know a a great place where where we've seen a few youths land in, in years past uh so shout out to tyler another Pro-Ute having a really really standout effort was Javelin Gidry made a few plays for the Jets. Jets got a win, debate if you will, whether or not that was good for their draft stock, but it is definitely good for Javelin Gidry who really made a bold choice to bet on himself and declare as a junior. There was some thought that maybe he had declared a little bit too early and that he probably shouldn't have gone to the NFL. But he does have elite high-end speed, and and he was well-coached, without a doubt, by Coach Shaw and Coach Scali uh, at that nickel position. And and while he had some struggles, without a doubt, I think some of it was just the fact that he was playing in a backfield that had Jalen Johnson and, and Julian Blackman and um, uh, Terrell Burgess and, and Josh Nurse, who... Started out with the Ravens is now currently on the Jacksonville Jaguars roster, but that's a lot of talent in one secondary So it does make sense that at times maybe Javelin stood out a little bit more than others Uh, Not necessarily getting picked on but just as having plays made against him and and that nickel position is very very difficult But I think he's really done a good job of establishing and earning playing time with the Jets had a couple highlight plays That was great to see Jalen Johnson injured, leads all rookies in pass deflections currently, though. He's had a really stellar campaign. Uh, the Bears have not been as successful as Jalen has, but he's really integrated himself with that defense. So continuing to send positive vibes to him to heal up, get ready to go, and continuing the, the stellar play that he's had all year as a rookie. Foto. Lecky Fotu does not push up. He pushes the earth down. Lecky Fotu's fist is harder than a diamond. Lecky Fotu got a sack on Saturday on Jalen Hurts. I believe he also had a TFL. So Lecky's had some kind of up and down plays as a rookie. looks like he's starting to round into shape a little bit. That's a pretty big game for him. Um... And Shout out to him like he is just one of those dudes that you absolutely root for I I hope that he continues to have success. I think he's in a great spot down there in Arizona um, And that he will continue to do well down there Uh, also as long as we're shouting out the big dogs Garrett Bowles Has obviously signed an extension with with the Broncos. I believe it's over 30 million dollars guaranteed close to 60 million dollars total That was a contract that I think a lot of Broncos fans and a lot of even maybe even Utah fans fans were a little bit curious to see if he was able to get but he really put in the work in the offseason and and the ability was always there for him it was never a question of is he able to be a tackle the question was is can he develop his technique and use it in games to the point to where he can actually defend that blindside and lo and behold he has done just that and oh how has he done that Bowles has gone 481 snaps with allowing without allowing a snack that (coughs) allowing a sack (laughs) he's probably allowed a few snacks at home. I'm, I'm hoping probably not that many on the field, but that is an impressive number. That's a, that's, Almost 10 games, you know, the NFL teams average about 50 55 almost 60 plays a game So so we'll say eight games give or take where he is not allowed a single sack so for a team that is struggling offensively for him to be so rock-solid very very impressive great job Garrett shout out to you Uh, And that is our pro youths update for the day or for this week um, I should say if you have stories if you have specific utes that you want to hear up about or get updates on please hit us up at at jacob c hatch at locked on Utes or at brown bear slc let us know we'll be more than happy to dig for you and and post that up there so um speaking of things that we're happy to do man am i happy To be able to take my built go. It is this week for for us in sports media is a long week. There are a ton of games going on right now. People are traveling all over the country trying to cover these things, and we're all just trying to get through the wall every single morning and get to work and get you guys cranking out your content, and there's nothing better as the solution to breaking through your wall than getting a Built Go. Built Go is the healthier replacement for your energy drink, but the energy is not fake. It's lasting and natural natural. I've loved every product that I've tried with Built Go with Built, the company Built and Built Bar and Built Go is no different. And and I you know, I've mentioned the the Built Bar sandwiches that I like to try. Uh, I've talked about the Built Bites You know, for those who are into the bone broth, the built broth is great, but it is built go that starts my day every single morning. Jake and I have talked about how it is, you know, it's different than an energy drink. It feels nutrition. It feels and tastes delicious. It feels like you're getting uh, the kind of nutrients that you need to get through your wall, whether it's a mental or physical wall, break through it with built, go every day, easy to take one and a half ounce packages. You can put them in your briefcase, your backpack, your back pocket, whatever it is to take with you, a golf bag, you know, wherever you need to go, grab a built go and stick it, stick one in there. It's like a five hour energy without the same crash feeling. Plus it's natural for it's better for the body. Uh, Uh, Three delicious flavors, peanut butter, honey, chocolate, coconut, my personal favorite, chocolate mint. To me, it's like drinking a little mini protein shake in the morning, but with the energy that I need uh, to to get going and, and to break through my wall. BuiltGo combines energy gel with collagen protein, uh, fast absorbing, so it gets into my system, plus it's easy on the stomach, loaded with good stuff to ignite my work, such as beta-alanine, B3 honey, and a kick of caffeine, and then also the B vitamins, which help keep you going strong. All these things promote good joints, soft tissue, hair, skin, and health. This stuff literally will make you look better, and I am a firm, firm believer in that. Visit BuiltGo.com, use promo code LOCKED and you'll get 20% off your next order. Promo code LOCKED for 20% off at BuiltGo.com. They have all sorts of new flavors. They have all sorts of deals going on right now. Get there. Get your order in before the holidays, and let's go with BuiltGo. Wrapping up another episode of Locked On Utes for you here. Brian Brown again uh, flying solo this week. Jake Jake Hatch taking his time to enjoy the sunshine down there in Boca. I hope, uh, knowing Jake, he is definitely getting out and enjoying the city. Um, maybe he's playing some canasta. I don't know. Maybe some shuffleboard. Who knows? Maybe he's getting deep into some pickleball matches out there. I know that Boca is a great retirement community, and, and uh, you know Jake is an athlete, but. <laughs> Like all athletes, there comes a time where you have to slow it down a little bit. So shout out to Jake. Hope you're doing well down there, buddy. We miss you. Excited to get you back next week. Um, Yeah, Enjoy your time down there. But I wanted to take a minute and talk a little bit about what's going to happen with the transfer portal. Because I think Utah fans are very excited about what they've been able to get in terms of quarterbacks. That was an absolute targeted move by the University of Utah. And there are always teams that are lurking around that are looking in the portal to try and make some moves. The Problem is is that there are only A few positions where that actually Goes and goes into effect and I Think the quarterback position is a little Bit more rare because there's only one Quarterback on the field typically Although I know we've all made jokes about the Utah Rolling out an 11 quarterback offense (laughs) Not gonna happen Um, But what I do think that the University of Utah will continue to try and do Is to recruit their own players back To keep them out of the portal I think that Is a massive massive concern If you are a regular listener of Locked on Utes, you know that we preach the Bible of Steve Bartle. Bartle wrote an article he's done it a couple different times now. He wrote one in February about how many players go into the transfer portal and never go out. 57%. Uh, That number is expected to go even higher now with a blanket transfer. And so the key component for the university of utah is to make sure that they sell their guys on the fact that hey this is an option you're not going to get deemed a year for or have to sit out but the odds of getting through the portal are very very slim you know and we've seen it bronson boyd hasn't landed anywhere yet um tj green landed at liberty not exactly a p5 equivalent there are others that have gone through the portal, a lot of walk-ons, a lot of uh, guys that were in the program that that were looking to go somewhere and ended up at D2 or D uh, or below type institutions. And so it's not a guarantee that you're going to find a better landing spot. And so I think the key component for Utah is to, to – Sort of re-recruit their guys, let them give them these these statistics, let them know that the transfer portal. Once you go in, there's no guarantee that you're coming back out with a better offer. Number one, number two, I think for the University of Utah, for guys who enter in there, it, it's very, it's going to be very, very rare that they would ever take somebody back out of the portal, or that they would, you know, have a player return to them through the portal. Uh, I I know that there have been some mentions of Jason Shelley. That's just something that I would not expect the University of Utah to do. The other thing I wouldn't expect them to do is just go all in on trying to get as many players as they possibly can from the portal. The youth are a developmental program. The portal has not been successful for them in that regard. I think the quarterback position is different. I think that maybe you look in the portal for a running back or two, but more than likely what you're going to try and do is you're going to try and find a Juco guy. You're going to try and find maybe a non-qualifier that 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 is pulled up their grades, or you're going to try and find an under the radar kid that you feel like it can fill the position that you can develop that maybe has some tools that others have overlooked. And then you're going to bring those in the portal is just not going to be the solution for everything Uh, I think there are some positions like maybe wide receiver where you could find a guy or two in there that's maybe at at a smaller school you know there have been receivers at North Texas in the past that have done that but I think the difference between programs the type of competition that you're playing transferring up from a smaller school is a lot more difficult we've seen guys like COC Mariner uh, have success transferring down and I think that can be a good idea I know that the, probably the biggest concern for Utah fans is is both Brian Thompson and Solomon Enos. I, at this point in time, I don't think either of those guys has made a concrete decision. You would have to think that what they've done with the quarterback position, the transfer portal, would be as convincing uh, a pitch to them that they need to stay and, and continue to work um, as you could find. I think both really started to emerge late in the year. They are absolute threats and they need to get the football and i think that utah started to do more to get them the ball and it was great to see both of them stay healthy the entire year too so uh if players do decide to go in the portal, uh, let's try and collect ourselves. Be, be be understanding that kids do make these decisions, and, and though they we don't always agree with them, it's a good time to be supportive. Um, but the the you is pointing out to a lot of these guys that most of those guys who go into those situations don't really end up better off because of it. And also likewise, Utah is probably not going to solve every single day problem Problem they have right now or every single hole or every aspect of death through the port depth through the portal Hopefully they can find some gems, but the odds are probably stacked against them I, I you know I think there are certain positions where you're just always going to struggle to find guys You know lockdown corners are not going into the portal uh, Speed rushers are not going into the portal um, You know elite level running backs are likely not going into the portal Um maybe they are because they're behind a guy maybe wide receivers maybe tight ends Uh, I don't think you're gonna find a lot of offensive linemen in the portal unless it's just a graduate transfer and even then you have to be really Cautious how you approach it because Utah's done that in the past with offensive linemen and it really just didn't pan out so It takes time to develop uh, cohesion and everything like that across the front so expectations for the portal um Utah's still going to be working on it they're, they're always you know on top of things in there they're very very good about reaching out and building contact and relationships with players that are in the portal um, We will continue to update as we get information about that Jake and I have some great sources in regards to that uh, That we check in with frequently so It's exciting to go get those transfer QBs. Um, I, I did an interview with a radio station out in um, uh Central Texas, the Baylor Bear Station, where they wanted to uh, ask some questions about Charlie Brewer. I will post that on the Twitter feed, so if you want to go listen to that, you can. But it it is such a, I think... The luster of the portal and, and, and What it was going to do has Started to fade a lot and and so We'll keep an eye on things we'll keep you updated But but for now I think The focus will be getting guys back in The, in the spring getting guys into workouts And seeing what you're going to add to this class And signing day so fingers crossed that California ends up playing ball fingers Crossed that Utah can maybe find some under the radar Guys or do some ninja Recruiting and maybe uh, flip a couple Guys now that is Something that's really worth getting excited about all right everybody that is your episode of locked on Utes here on the locked on podcast network for december 22nd 2020 thank you for hanging in there with me i know that my voice can get a little bit uh i get sick of it i don't know about y'all uh i get tired of it but i appreciate you hanging with me we're gonna bring you a couple more episodes this week give you a break on christmas and then we'll be back again on monday with jake and i hammering things out as best we can hopefully we have some good news on the basketball Front hopefully we have some uh, You know some some cool updates To talk about in terms of pro utes and everything Like that we're going to continue to march Down this road Uh, I'm trying to get A Christmas episode put together A a Christmas Eve episode um, That if it works out, I think it'll be really, really fun. We're going to have to wait and see. Uh, like I said, things are super busy uh, on my end of things. So so whatever we can get done, we're going to get done. If not, I promise you down the road, we've got some great stuff planned. So thank you for hanging in there. Remember, subscribe, rate, review, Locked On Podcast, Locked On Utes. Um, visit our sponsors, everything like that. We love you. We appreciate you. And this is today's episode, again, December 22nd, 2020.